0: This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Hi everyone, my name is Matt Manning, Technical Services Consultant in the BT Technical Services team. We're a group of qualified individuals who can help you as advisors answer any advice technically related inquiries you might have. On the 12th of October, I delivered an episode 61 of our fortnightly webinar series titled The Three Hours of Estate Planning which consisted of eight case studies. If you're interested but missed, you can still watch On Demand by clicking on this session in the webinars menu of BT Academy. There are a few questions from advisors during and after this session, which is great, so this podcast addresses subsequent questions from advisors. Two of the questions I received related to superannuation death benefits and whether various people, as per their relationship to the deceased, meet the three relevant categories of being a dependent, that is, can the super fund pay a death benefit directly? They are a tax-dependent, that is, can they receive a super death benefit tax-free regardless of the underlying components? And the third category is, do they have the option of receiving a super death benefit income stream? The question is related to whether or not a stepchild of the deceased is a CIS-dependent. The answer is yes, as the CIS definition of child from Section 10 of the Act specifically includes a stepchild. So a client can submit a binding nomination to their super fund with their stepchild as the beneficiary or one of the beneficiaries, and the stepchild can receive the death benefit directly from the super fund. However, the quirk is in the absence of formal adoption, the ATO's view is that the stepchild-stepparent relationship for CIS purposes ceases to exist upon the death of or divorce from the child's natural parent. ID 2011-77 outlines in further detail, but the bottom line is that if a client wishes for the super to be paid as a death benefit to their former stepchild, for want of a better term, that is the person who was their stepchild before the death of divorce or divorce from their natural parent, the ATO's view is that they would have to do so via the estate. However, this matter has been quite controversial as there was a superannuation determination from AFCA on the 13th of May 2022 with the case number of 779500, which appears to have taken a contrary view to the ATO ID. Another question also related to superannuation death benefits which was whether an SMSF can pay a death benefit to a cis-dependent in specie rather than the SMSF selling the asset and distributing the proceeds to the cis-dependent beneficiary. This is allowed. The main example of where this could arise is where the beneficiary either has to or wants to receive a death benefit as a lump sum. However, there's a particular property, be it commercial or residential, that after the death benefit is paid, the beneficiary wants to own personally. Other considerations in this scenario include tax and the liquidity of the fund, that is where the death benefit is paid to a non-tax dependent. Does the SMSF have enough cash to pay the death benefits tax? For a non-super, one question relates to the joint ownership of assets. An asset jointly owned between two people as joint tenants is a non-estate asset and by definition has two owners, each with a 50% share of the asset. Whereas an asset jointly owned as tenants in common is an estate asset, and can be owned by two or more owners. And for tenants in common, the percentage ownership between the different tenants does not have to be equal. The question was whether the transfer of an asset from joint tenants to 50-50 tenants in common is a CGT event. The main situation where this could be desired is say if the clients were a husband and wife couple and they purchase an investment property as joint tenants, but they then subsequently get divorced, but agree to retain the property and keep the ownership 50-50. However, naturally, as they're no longer life partners, in the event of death, they don't want the surviving tenant to take ownership of the whole property. So instead, they want to change the 50-50 tenants in common so that in the event of death, their 50% share can be distributed as per their respective wills. In this scenario, there's no change in beneficial ownership, and therefore no CGT event arises from transferring an assets from joint tenants to 50-50 tenants in common But for this to apply, the new tenants-in-common ownership does need to be 50-50. This is confirmed by a very old tax determination, TD-13, which whilst the ATO has withdrawn due to the CGT provisions now being part of the 1997 Income Tax Assessment Act, rather than the 1936 Act, the withdrawal notice, TD-13W, makes it clear that the same interpretation should be applied. To assist calculate the tax on a lump sum death benefit containing insurance, which is paid to a non-dependent beneficiary, one of our in-house technical calculators titled Super Benefits Calculator has one of the tabs which performs a super death benefits tax calculation. We've had quite a few emails asking you to subscribe to this calculator, which you can still do by emailing technical at btfinancialgroup.com and including in the subject, Where's the Effect of Super super Benefits Calculator? Subscribe. Issues such as this are what our team loves to discuss, not only in our fortnightly BT Academy webinar series, but also when we speak to advisors around strategy and legislative support when formulating advice for their clients. Don't forget, you can watch all of our previous BT Academy episodes, plus register for upcoming live sessions, which will allow you to participate in live polls, Q&A and discussions, by heading to www.bt.com.au professional and following the links to the BT Academy webinar series. Brian Asherton will be hosting our next webinar, episode 62, on Wednesday the 26th of October on the topic of the 2022 federal budget. In addition to the usual fortnightly webinar time of 12pm, Australian Eastern Daylight Time, the same session will also be presented at 8am. In the meantime, if you have any technical questions you can contact the bt technical services team on 1-800-655-901 or by email to technical at btfinancialgroup.com thanks for joining me and until next time bye for now bt tech knows and now you know join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy regulatory and industry news This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations or needs.